What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny, and this is episode number 444. And you know what that means? That means this is the Valentine's Day bloody episode. Bloody Valentine's Day indeed, because we got a lot of bloody stories. And when I say bloody, I don't mean gory bloody. I mean like British bloody. Oh, yes. <laughs> of got course, it. Yes. of course. We're very cultural here yep. on uh, Gafeta Japan. Yep. And um, I am very honored to be here in Osaka at one of my top five bars in Japan. This is Space Station. Space Station is by far the best video game bar in Japan. If you love video games and you love booze, then you're going to love Space Station. And you better come down to Osaka and visit Matt at Space Station because, I mean, you can play games all night and you can drink on the cheap and it is fun. The people that come here are are absolutely amazing. And uh, before we move forward about Space Station, I gotta say, Gavita Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. Matt, thank you very much for having us here. Yes, uh, you're always welcome. Awesome. We'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And Matt, you have your specialty drink here, yes. and I, I really want to jump into this. Can you explain what this drink is here? Right. Well, this is simply a cinnamon whiskey um, called Revel Stoke. And uh, most people are familiar with Fireball as the, the standard cinnamon whiskey, which is all well and good, but I prefer the taste of this. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, it has become in very short supply in Japan now. Mm-hmm. I've tried hard to find a way to continue the flow of Revelstoke, but I never know when the last bottle is going to be. The last time you were nice enough to come by an interview, that's what we drank. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we at least have this bottle. For this interview. Awesome. I am really happy for this. Do you think that the government is cutting down the cinnamon whiskey because of the, uh, I guess, the cinnamon challenges and all the people having trouble because of that? Yeah. I think a couple of kids died. <laughs> cinnamon challenge is bad, unless you have a cinnamon challenge with this booze. I mean, if you do that, I mean, geez, I might die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dude, kampai. Kampai. Nice. Cheers. Welcome back, buddy. Wow, that is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So, Revel Stoke cinnamon-flavored whiskey. God, dude, cinnamon and whiskey. You never would think that they would be like the peanut butter and jelly of the alcohol world. But, I mean, they really do go together pretty well. Yes. In fact, I'm going to contact you guys, the Revel Stoke company. I've already contacted you, and you... Well, they haven't exactly ignored me, but they're like... No, we're not going to be supplying Japan anymore. What? But um, I don't know. I'll give them one more call and I'll show them this interview and how I'm promoting this product. The foreign-run video game bars in Osaka, anyway, really love this stuff, guys. So it's like a take-our-money kind of situation. I don't know why you don't want it. Anyway, I'll be in touch again. (laughs) 
Yeah, you better because I'm going to drink this whole bottle right. today. Right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought bottle, as much. <laughs> this bottle is done. Oh, man. But I'm going to drink half of it, though. You get the other half. I don't want you to have the whole bottle. Hey, 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 fair, fair, I have fair. two bottles. You do have two bottles. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if we should do one in one. It's a rare commodity at the moment. Oh, man. All right, well, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much for sharing this. And uh, we are at Space Station, and you're the owner of Space Station. No, Can I you am. tell us about the concept? Are- Faders, we've interviewed Matt before, and he's talked about the concept, but just, I mean, there's so many new people listening to the show and watching the videos and stuff, so if you could, one more time, tell us the concept. Tell us about Space Station, my friend. Right, well, certainly it's my pleasure to tell you about Space Station. It opened in 2011 here in Osaka. We've never moved location, so we're in this same space. Mm-hmm. April 26, 2011, to be exact, so it'll be eight years uh, in April. Cool. Yeah. And it is a video game bar. I assume most of your listeners are familiar with the concept. I mean, the concept is explained in the name. Absolutely. Video game bar. Mm-hmm. So it's a place where you can drink and uh, play video games. And video game bars have been cropping up not just in Japan, but all over the world in various countries. So many of your viewers are more likely to have an experience, at least one experience in a video game bar than when, than when we last interviewed. That's true. That's definitely true. Um, within a couple of years ago, uh, some of the video game bars had some problems with copyright issues. But I think there's like, what, Nintendo sued a couple of places or shut down a couple of places and then just let the other places function or something? I'm not really familiar with like what happened. Can you explain a little bit about that and how you've combated the situation? Right. Well, this copyright issue is a big one and complicated and no one seems to have a complete picture about it. Video game bar owners themselves are pretty much in the dark about what's going on. It's not like the ACCS, that's the name of the uh, organization tasked with enforcing digital copyright in Japan. Um, they're not telling us what criteria they use to decide whether to shut us down or not or their motivations or anything. But, uh, yeah, in the middle of last year, seven video game bars were shut down, all in the Kansai area. So that was two in Kyoto, three in Osaka, and two in Kobe. And the owners of the ones in Kyoto and Kobe were actually arrested, which is, was an unprecedented thing and made national news. It's a small country, you know, so something like that made it on the national news Mm -hmm. um there are dozens of video game bars in japan though and these seven were chosen uh to be shut down um and there's a lot of speculation as to why they were chosen as i said and there's also speculation as to why now (laughs) and one prevailing theory is uh well so many video game bars have appeared in japan in the past two or three years especially, there's been an explosion of video game bars. I used to keep track of every video game bar that opened in Kansai anyway. Mm-hmm. Once I learned of it, I would, <laughs> I would write it down and when they opened and I'd go check out the video game bar. Of course, I'm curious to see what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. But I stopped, after about 20 or two dozen bars, I stopped keeping track closely of what was going on there because so many were cropping up. So it could very well be that the reason action was taken in the middle of last year was to stop this explosion of video game bars because I don't know if any new video game bars have opened since this all went down in mid-July. I don't think so. And to the extent that Nintendo is behind it all or the main 
or the squeakiest wheel, the ones that come... Because the ACCS represents many, many game companies, Nintendo just being one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is thought, the educated guess there is that Nintendo is the one that has a problem with us. Um, the measures I've taken here at Space Station in reaction to what happened in the middle of last year, I have removed all modern consoles. Uh, I made the cutoff point any HDMI console and the Wii. So the Wii is gone. The Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3 and 4 are gone. (laughs) And in their stead are uh, PCs, gaming PCs. Uh, And the retro remains. And this is just a choice I made. No one told me to no one told me I had to make that change. No one told me I didn't have to make that change. I just chose to do that in the hopes of that it'll all be all right. They'll leave me alone. I'm still at their mercy. It's just uh, making some concession, capitulating in some way. I'm saying, leave me alone, please. Because <laughs> they know I exist. They, the ACCS knows of any video game bar that exists. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a little mysterious that a subset of them were shut down. Mm-hmm. But that's where it currently stands. It's still future unknown. Uh, hopefully, it'll all be smooth for a while anyway. Yeah, let's hope so, man, because this place is like one of the best places to just come, chill, play some games, play some of your old favorite games, and have some amazing drinks like whiskey and cinnamon and um, just meet people. I mean, I remember the first time, well, it wasn't the first time. It was the second time we did an interview here. Me and my wife, we met a couple of people that were here at the bar, and we played games with them. We played, like, Mario Kart, and then after that, we went to another bar, another bar, and they became, like, lifelong friends, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Can I get a little bit more of this whiskey? May I, please? Oh, you may. Oh, fantastic. Half a bottle each, right? (laughs) Oh, that's how I roll. Whoa. Okay, that's enough. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not driving, but uh, I will be uh, shopping later. You know, shopping after a couple of drinks is like the worst thing you can do. Why so? Why so? Because you buy everything you've ever wanted. You're like, car? I've always wanted a car, and I've got a credit card. Well, you know, how many cars do you have now? Then? I've got three little cars. They fit in uh, my pocket. I was yeah, going to yeah. say, you would have to get a big garage. Uh, I'd hope you'd have the scratch for that. But no, okay, no, no. Just Hot Wheels? No, they're Hot Wheels. Oh, no, I, I live in Tokyo, man. Tokyo? Uh-uh-uh. If you have a garage, you are <laughs> yeah, rich. <you're> <laughs> you have rich. Like if somebody goes, yeah, you know, I got a garage where I keep my mountain bike. I'm like, whoa, garage? Whoa. Yeah. Can I stay in it? I know, right? Do you need a roommate? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite game to play here? Hmm. I, uh... I let me, I'll re I'm going to change that question on you. I hope you don't mind. Now, let me sure. tell you the games I like to recommend oh. to other customers cuz actually I don't play very many games here with my customers even. It's just cuz my preferences are for single player game experiences. And that's I imagine I would enjoy my own establishment even more if I was into multiplayer um and enjoying the games with my customers that way. It just so happens I'm not. Of course, I do make some exceptions. I do enjoy playing Ultimate Chicken Horse with my customers. That's great fun. For the, It's an indie game. Uh, up to four people. I think up to four, Max. Competitive, platforming. Those of your viewers who know it know what a great game that is. That's a great multiplayer game for the bar, so I recommend that uh, to groups of three and four. I also recommend Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time to groups of three and four for cooperative play. Nice. And Ibn Ab has always been the number one game of this bar, full stop. And that's a two-player cooperative game. 
And then for single player, it's still Limbo. It's always like from day one of this bar, I've been encouraging anyone who's never played Limbo to try it if they show up here alone or otherwise I cut off from their group and like four, a group of five, four people play Mario Kart, one person's left alone. If they've never tried Limbo, I try to recommend that. Limbo. Which console is Limbo on? Is it independent? Well, for two years, it was an Xbox 360 exclusive. That was back in 2010 to 2012. Now, Limbo is on every platform, big and small. So Limbo's like the shit right now. Yo, I'm swearing. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. Yeah, I broke my seal. I, I think it's the, wi- it's, the, it's the whiskey friendly? talking. Are sponsors, like kid-friendly sponsors? Is that why? Our sponsors right now, and one's a bar. The other one's a bar and a liquor store. Mm. And then the third one now is a uh, louche company. Louche. Yeah, Louche. They they make uh, that you know that kind of like wax uh, oh. for your hair and stuff. No, I don't. I only know Lush, that the place that makes soap that looks like edible. No, stuff. no, 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 That's no. Different. Actually, I would love for them to be one of the sponsors <laughs> because we need soap because our mouths are so dirty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Lush, I'm looking at you Lush. right now. But uh, no, we got a loose company called Ghost Town, and uh, it's a palm company, and they're pretty fantastic. So yeah, I was in contact with them today, and they're like, yo, we'll sponsor you. And I was like, yes! Oh, Congrats. Yes, it's awesome. Thank you. But um, okay, so everything here is good. You don't have to worry about you know any government agency coming in and knocking in the door anytime soon. That's right. I don't have to worry about that until suddenly I do. <laughs> because no news is good news, but it could change at any moment. Right. So that's the current situation. Okay, cool. Fantastic. And I don't think you're going to have any problems and stuff because in Tokyo, there's one place. I don't want to see its name right now online or on air, but uh, there's this one place and they have all sorts of like Nintendo consoles and stuff. And we were discussing this before the show. And the thing is, it's just like, if anybody's going to get shut down, it's going to be that place in Tokyo. And that place is like pretty prevalent in Tokyo. You know, if you Google like, but if you Google like video game bar Tokyo, you're, it's going to be the first on the list, right? So if they're still standing, mm. I think you're fine. All right. Well, I'll keep doing this bar till the wheels fall off, as they say. Awesome. And it's already been, it'll be eight years. So we've had a good run. And yes, I would like to continue. Yeah, no, we all would like for you to continue, man. This place is beautiful. This place is amazing. And every time I come in here, after like a couple of shots of this cinnamon whiskey, I feel like I'm in the movie Tron because you've got all these like lasers and like uh, everything just looks so retro. I mean, seriously. I mean, if I had like another couple of shots of this, I'd be like, I am in Tron. I'd have like a Frisbee and I'd start shooting my wife with it. Right. Yeah. 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 That's you, some AR stuff we need. That's right. She's the uh, camera woman today. Saito-san, you are fired. Yeah. Don't yeah. drop that camera when you get hit by that disc. <laughs> yeah. Steady hand. It, it, well, it's a yeah. very cheap camera. Well, we're trying to upgrade with the Patreon. It's going to take us about a year. <laughs> okay. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby All right. steps, awesome. baby. Mm. But yes, the Tron aesthetic or whatever, LED lighting strips, common enough in this kind of in a bar with this kind of theme, right? But yeah, Space Station was the name of my arcade in my neighborhood back in the 80s. And yeah, those 80 arcades in the U.S. were typically, or at least my image of them, they were typically dark and they had a lot of neon light. So they were probably basing themselves off a of Tron even back in the 80s when that movie came out. So yes, this bar resembles a darkly lit arcade from the 80s, yes. How difficult was it to set up a like a bar in Japan? Was it really difficult? Was it complicated? Was there like a shit ton of paperwork? Did you need a lawyer? I'm sure you needed a lawyer, maybe even two. Yeah, surprisingly, I 
didn't. I would have gotten a lawyer to handle the process of registering a business and getting your business permit had it required a lot of paperwork. Turns out it didn't. Um, I had already been working at a bar around the corner from here for about 10 months. And uh, by way of doing that job, I had a lot of uh, people to help me with the process of opening my own place. Mm -hmm. The uh, what hoops you do have to jump through, like getting the business permit. Um, And it was amazingly smooth. I don't even remember. I just don't remember what I did. If someone were to ask me now, how do, how do I go about opening my own business or my own bar specifically, I wouldn't really know what to tell them because it's been eight years now and I kind of, I know what I had to do somewhat, but there were very few holdups such that I would remember how tough it was. Mm-hmm. Went smooth, man. That's awesome. Holy smokes. Because I know a lot of people are coming to Japan right now and they're trying to find something interesting to do. Uh, a lot of people are trying to open up like a Amer- – well, I know one guy is trying to open an American-style ramen restaurant. And I'm not sure how successful that will be. Another guy was talking about like a rock and roll sushi restaurant. And I'm just like, hmm, I don't know. Opening something like that in Shibuya might be very successful or it might be very expensive and you're going to lose all your money. So I, I just didn't know what the process was or you know, how to go about it. I mean, if you don't remember, then that means, yeah, it's – pretty goddamn easy huh well naturally depending on what you want to do uh it might end up costing you a lot of money and i'm no expert on any of that i've only ever opened one business and this Mm. is it some one for one uh but what i can say with some amount of confidence is it doesn't seem to cost a lot of money just to go through the process of registering a business and getting that business permit Mm. that in itself whatever you want to open, Mm -hmm. shouldn't cost you a tremendous amount. And then uh, all the other expenses, well, that depends on, yes, wanting to open a restaurant, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, it could uh, cost you a lot of dough. This is a small bar, and opening a big restaurant would cost more. (laughs) Obviously so. Have you ever thought about expanding? Like, I mean, as I said earlier, like, when we come here and shit, this place is packed. You know, just like people just like drinking and playing games and stuff. Have you ever thought about opening like Space Station Kyoto or Space Station, like maybe even Space Station Shibuya? I don't know. Right. Well, you can be sure for years I was thinking about doing that. And you can also be sure that now I'm not. I mean, with this subject we've been talking about a moment ago with copyright issue and bars being shut down, now would not be the time to expand or open a second location. I don't imagine I ever will at this point unless mm-hmm. something were to some development would occur on that front where okay now video game bars can operate legitimately there's some way even mm-hmm. if we have to pay some money mm-hmm. some percentage of our profits or sales to get a license uh, currently no such licensing option exists that's why a bar can't really operate a video game bar can't necessarily operate legitimately but yes should that become an option then i will absolutely expand all right do you have any games here that you don't recommend um you're like pac-man is overrated uh let's see yeah i do try to dissuade people from playing games that have a great ambient quality i guess like a game like fez or Journey, Mm -hmm. those are no longer on offer in the bar because they were on the consoles I put away. Oh, shit. Um, But I would recommend those games, uh, Journey specifically, if the bar was quiet. Um, So, yeah, if someone wants to take on an atmospheric game like that, I'll try to tell them maybe it's not the best environment in which to do that, but I won't stop them 
mm. if they insist. Awesome, that's great. I, what about some of your? I, you have a lot of like video game based drinks. Can you explain like a couple of your most popular ones? I mean, all right, I mean, you do have this one right here. You've got the uh, Revel Stone. Yes. And this is an amazing. I'm stoked to have this. Right. Perfect. <laughs> but um, what are some of your other video game based drinks that you offer here? So Revel Stoke being Revel Stoke Cinnamon specifically because there are yeah. other flavors. Oh shit! Okay. Being in very limited supply, as I made clear. Um, that is used in the cocktail of the King Graham, Ooh. which is simply Revelstoke cinnamon whiskey and ginger ale. Nice. And it's currently covered up on the menu. We have a menu off camera there that um, I have some paper blocking some of the entries. And You've got a secret menu? Um, not exactly, but <laughs> I don't. I don't. I couldn't, I couldn't work with that. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no secret menu. Um, you're welcome to order off the menu, but the King Graham is listed just covered up because mm. this is this bottle, these two bottles I have are just going to be for special occasions. But yes, I, that's one example of a video game themed cocktail, the King Graham, and I love mm. that one. And Revelstoke better better provide me with this stuff. I mean, come on. What about the? I see over here the was it the was it Danky Kang? The Danky Kang. The yes. Danky Kang, right? Because when I when I saw that, I was like, you know. I'm dyslexic. I'm, I'm very, very, very dyslexic. And, and people that have like heard me read the news, they're like, is this guy really drunk or dyslexic? Well, it's a combination of both of them, by the way. But uh, when I read Danky Kang, I was like, wait, that's got to be Donkey Kong or I'm, my mind's playing tricks on me. Right. Or do you really know what that means or do you not know your meme is all? I don't know that meme. Okay, so it is a meme thing. And uh, a lot of your viewers would know it, and a lot would not. But the Danky Kang is a. Uh, what's in it is Kahlua liqueur and a banana liqueur and cola. Mm -hmm. And yes, the name is based off a very famous internet meme. Um, viewers can certainly look it up, look up Danky Kang, but in brief, it's. Uh, Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. It was a Jeopardy question. It's all fake. It turned out to be fake. There was just a screenshot of the answer, the Jeopardy answer, mm -hmm. a real Jeopardy answer being something like, this blue character runs fast and collects rings or something like that. And it was Final Jeopardy. Sonic. Right. Final Jeopardy question. Yeah. So the screenshot is of that, that answer uh, mm -hmm. on the screen. And then the question given by the contestants, one person wrote, who is Danky Kang? Get the fuck out of here. Are and you it, serious? Well, it turned out to be fake anyway. Oh, it's that, fake. That, that, oh, but man. It's, but it's Are still you serious? brilliant. Oh, that is brilliant. It's brilliant, so the meme lives. I mean, it was a very well done little Photoshop job or whatever. Just the scrawling. You know how Final Jeopardy works. You write your answer and it shows up. Mm -hmm. And the woman contestant has who is Danky Kang. Danky Kang. And then, Danky was, Kang. and then another one. A later one came along. Who is Princess Zorba or something? Princess Zorba? What the... F yeah, what? Th so then you know it's fake at that point. But again, never mind how fake it is. Fucking funny. Absolutely, yeah. And so Danky Kang... It's like a became, fake drink. <laughs> it became a character. Like, now there's a lot of fan art of this blue mm -hmm. Donkey Kong. He's blue. He's mm -hmm. Donkey Kong, but blue. Yeah. And he's... He's cross-eyed, and he's, he's <laughs> no! got rings in his hand, and he's like, no! gotta go fast, oop, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, I yeah. actually 
over here, I mean, we'd have to get up to see it, so we don't have to look at it now. But I have a custom custom amiibo. You know what an amiibo is, right? Amoeba, amiibo. Tomato, amiibo. tomato. Yeah, I know. An amiibo. It's a joke, yeah. I okay. <laughs> All right, anyway, a Nintendo amiibo. Yeah. It's a modified Donkey Kong amiibo to look like Donkey Kong. I'll show it to you later, so. That's dope, dude. Anyway, yeah. Oh, That's one drink and the story behind it. A lot of those drinks have stories behind them like that. That is fucking awesome. Only here at Space Station can you get drinks that have stories behind them. You go to any other bar and stuff, it's like, Heineken. <laughs> it's from Amsterdam. Why not? <laughs> no, well, but in I, Japan. Yeah, I did, but, you know, Amsterdam, dude, fucking Heineken, it's everywhere now. Oh, is it? When I came to Japan and stuff, like, it, when I saw Heineken, I was like, oh, Heineken, nice. But now every, like, convenience store I go to, it's everywhere. Heineken and Budweiser, it's crazy. It's everywhere. Here in Japan? Well, in Tokyo, we do you not get uh, Heineken. It's, it's something I haven't noticed. If Budweiser could be had at the Kabinis, say. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. No, no, it's it could be. I just don't notice that kind of thing. I don't, I'm not a beer drinker. Oh, you're not a beer drinker. What do you drink usually? Cocktails. Cocktails, for example. Oolong hai. Oh shit, oolong hai. I've been drinking a lot of oolong highs, dude. Yeah, totally. So wait, if wait. I want to suffer the next day, I will get Kambini Chew Highs, which I love. Oh. They're wonderful. Oh, they can no. get your fade on super quick. You as get you your well fade know. on fast as fuck, yo. As no. you well know. Yeah. No, no, no. A Chew High, dude. Like, especially those Chew High, those Strongs, dude. Oh, God, dude. You have two of those, and then you wake up the next day, and you're like, I'm alive. I'm in my bed. I made it home. Cool. Now I got to go puke. Yeah, dude, those yeah. strongs are fucking ridiculous. I love them, and they keep coming out with interesting flavors. Like, even mm. if you wanted to stop, even if you kn- you know what's good for you and you show restraint. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I've right? been there so many times. But then it's like, oh, now there's a triple lemon. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone now, but there was a, there used to be double lemon. Now I have, well, I have to know what the triple lemon tastes like. <laughs> no, but the thing is, once you drink it, it's like 12% or like 15%. Once you drink it, you don't remember it, except for like you wake up in the morning, you got lemon on your breath, and you got hickeys yeah. on your forehead. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, what is, is that lips? How did that get up there? What the fuck? What out. did I do? Valentine's Day, man. Well, this is the Valentine's Day episode, yes. No, that never happened to me. Actually, Tom's got some stories about that, my co-host. One of them, one of my co-hosts. I got like five, what, four co-hosts now? Oh, that's crazy. Well, it wasn't me. It was. to your forehead. (laughs) I don't wear lipstick, so. No, no, my wife does. It's definitely her. (laughs) (laughs) She's not happy either. (laughs) Oh, man, that's insane. But no, your drink list is absolutely fantastic. So in Osaka, right now, how many game bars are there? Well, as I was saying earlier, I stopped keeping track at two dozen approximately. I still have that list. But a lot of them got shut down, though, right? Seven got shut down. So that means there's uh, 2,024 minus seven. That's yeah, like uh, four, right? Yes, Three, two. Approximately. There's one. There's one. There's only Space Station. <laughs> there's only one you should think about, and that's Space Station. <laughs> so, yeah, how many are there? After this unfortunate crackdown, I would like to do a tally again. I will still put it in the ballpark of... Two dozen. Because remember, I stopped keeping track. Yeah. And then seven got shut down Mm -hmm. a few years later, a year and a half later, let's say. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the two two dozen as a ballpark figure as bars that bill themselves or label themselves as video game bars. Mm -hmm. Because there are many bars across the country that might have a console. Dude, fucking Gamusa are a sponsor. They got a console. Oops. Oh, knock, 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 knock. Oh, oh, the guy's here. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, faders. Well, uh, 
We have uh, technical problems. The technical problem is the problem is the beer guy just came in, and you got to get your beer delivery going. So yep. uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, and when we can come back, we're going to do the news. Faders, thank you very much. We'll see you in about 30, 40 seconds. Peace. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. All right, faders, we are back. And actually, you know what? I think that this... Uh... I think that this Revell Stoke cinnamon flavored whiskey is finally kicking in and I am feeling absolutely fantastic. I feel like a million dollars. And dude, I can't wait to like just die at Pac-Man. 
I can't wait. Because, like, when you play Pac-Man sober, you can kill Pac-Man. It's not an easy game to play, but when you're drunk, oh, God, dude, jeez, I'm going to die. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to have a lot of fun doing that, dude. Right. It's fucking amazing, dude. I love playing video games after a couple of drinks. And, um, yeah, after a couple of uh, six shots of whiskey cinnamon, it's uh, it's going to be a long, fun night. And I'm going to love every single second of it. I'm just, dude, I am so happy to be here, Matt. Right. I love coming to Space Station. <clears throat> well, my wife told me, she's like, yo, I really want to go back to Osaka. I want to do some shopping. I want to check out some of the bars and restaurants. And I'm like, we're going to go to the space station. She's like, yeah, of course. And I was like, yes, let's go to Osaka. I love Osaka. And so I'm so happy that I'm here, dude. Thank you right so on. much for having us here. so much. And thank you. And we're going to be here all night until, nice. until you run out of beer or cinnamon whiskey. Right. The cinnamon whiskey will happen first. <laughs> It Just might. To let you know, dude. We've already killed. And like, I can't restock it if I haven't made it clear uh-huh. <laughs> how precious the supply this is. The no, beer I can always order more of. Dude, this is what kind of a friend I am. I know that you love this this whiskey, and I love it too. And we've already drank half of the half bottle, so there's actually a quarter left right here. Let me just put that in the camera. There's a quarter left right here. We drank fucking a quarter of this bottle, so. I know how much you love it, so I switched over to beers. I'm drinking a Heineken right now. Just, right. so, just so you can have more of this beautiful, beautiful cinnamon whiskey. If I had known whiskey. that was your motivation, I would have insisted that you keep having the cinnamon whiskey. No. But okay. <laughs> what oh, man, what are friends for, man? Now. He's like, you're on the beer. Fine. I'm on the beer. I'm on the beer. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. So they say. So oh, they I say. Like beer before liquor, never sicker. But right. I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know. No, I, I've never I'm sure neither of those things is true. I know it. I've, I've, from personal experience, I'm sure you have the same experience. Oh, I've got a lot of experiences of boost. Don't worry about that. Um, Faders, this is the Valentine's Day episode. This is episode number 444. The Valentine's bloody episode, or the bloody Valentine's Day episode. And in the honor of St. Valentine's, all we're doing today are stories from the news that are bizarrely interesting and they're all romantic. There's every single story that we're doing today is romantic. It's a romantic stories, a, a, a myriad of romantic stories. We've got black widows and we've got uh, the widows of the black. And uh, without further ado, let's begin with story number one. Story, story number one. Guys, you know when I start fucking up my words? Woof, the whiskey's kicking in. Maybe some of you, your viewers just watched the second half of your show. No, the, the only slurring <laughs> part. <laughs> they just skip the part where you're sober. They just like the slurring part. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you know, it, it depends on like what kind of a day it is. You know, sometimes we get really faded before we do the show. Oh, oh. Yeah, we'll okay. just be hanging out. We'll have like four or five beers and stuff. You know, we'll be talking. We'll flip on like maybe a little bit of like YouTube or something. You know, and then we're like, okay, let's do the show. And we're already kind of fucked up, right? And then we start uh, doing the show, okay. and we're just like, oh man. After ten minutes, I'm like. Yo, man, I'm really fucking drunk, dude. Don't worry, just keep the show going. It's great, you know? <laughs> it's fun. But, uh, yes, right now, story number one. Here we go. <clears throat> 16-year-old girl arrested for extortion in Sugar Daddy case. You know, when I hear a story like this, when it's a 16-year-old girl, I think about that one song from 1987, Winger. 
She's only 17. Oh, yeah. 17. Mm-hmm. They say Daddy she's too young. She's what? too young. But, Dad, she, but she's old enough for me. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> that song would never play in the air in today's world. No, it would oh, not. No. These guys would go to jail. They would lock them uh, up and throw away the key. You know, those guys were like fucking 45 when they wrote that wow. song, too. Those guys were like gray. Fucking, they had these huge, like, I don't know. It wasn't mullets, but it's like this big mushroom, curly hair kind of thing or whatever. It looked like... They all kind of look like, I don't know, Gene Simmons on fucking Rogaine. And Gene Simmons has a lot of hair, so that means that's a lot oh of hair. Gosh. But yeah, yeah. Winger, was it Winger or Warren? Who, who wrote that? Warrant? Was, was uh, it Warrant? No, I don't know. It's one of those W's. Oh, maybe it was, uh, what was it? That one band, the Christian band, Zeppa, whatever? Was it, I would like it to be a Christian <laughs> rock band, whatever it is. <laughs> to have lyrics uh, like that. <laughs> you it know, it does. Okay, here we go. A 16-year-old female high school student has been arrested for extorting a man she met while engaging in papakatsu, at the mm-hmm. practice of sugar daddy paying young girls in exchange for having dinner and dates, a.k.a. the old in and out um, geez, how many times has she done this? You know, when she gets busted for this, it's probably not the first time. It's like the first time she got busted for this. She yeah. probably done this like a million times. All of a sudden, some guy like, kind of stuck up, stood up for himself. Or, I don't know, let's, let's see where the story goes. I haven't read this. Maybe once a year. Who knows? Maybe once a year. I don't know about that. Oh, dude, no. That's terrible. That's terrible. But this is a comedy podcast. This is a comedy podcast. We're not serious. Nobody's serious. Uh, the only serious people are you faders that are not drinking right now with us. Okay. Um, The minor, who is a first-year high school student in Oki, Fukuoka Prefecture, is accused of extorting a 29-year-old dirty man out of 400... No, 40,000 yen, a.k.a. that's about $400, in cash on January 8th, Fuji TV reported. According to police, the two became acquainted over a dating app. If you're 16 years old, you should not be fucking around with fucking dating apps and shit. I mean, you're, you're 16 years old. I mean, isn't there boys in your school or something? You know, unless this girl, I mean, maybe she's kind of like a... Could that be one of your sponsors? Like a dating app for teens? If I don't. They came to you. You wouldn't I, I take the no, money. No, no, I would not take the money. I, <laughs> uh, Tom would take the money. He <laughs> he needs it. No, but no, I would not take the money. I don't want that on my fucking belt. Um, according to the police, the two became acquainted over a dating app with a mutual intention to form a papakatsu relationship. At the time their encounter, they were accompanied by the girl's friend and ate together at a restaurant in uh, Kurome City. There, she picked a fight with him, quote-unquote, by claiming he took a non-consensual photo up her skirt at the table. Mm. She told the man that she would be quiet for 40,000 yen, $400, which he paid her. Following the initial payment of 40,000 yen, the 16-year-old demanded a... No, demanded in a message that he paid another 150,000. That's about, what, that's about $1,500. Um, if he wished to settle the matter out of court and no police. Police quoted the girl as saying, quote, I plan to just have a papakatsu relationship with him, but he took the photo up my skirt at the restaurant, so I decided to make him pay. So no, and that's the story right here. Who do you trust? Do you trust the dirty old man or do you trust this black widow? I mean, seriously, this girl's like, I don't know, uh, Olivia Twist. Who's that? You know, it's like Oliver Twist, but she's oh, Olivia, Olivia Twist. Twist. She's like a con man, a pickpocket. 
Well, anyway, Olivia Twist. Do you think who, who do you think is like to blame here? Well, that's a very good question, John. Mm. And um, I, it's interesting. I would like to know how they negotiated that. If she had a set amount. Oh wait, wait. I'm sorry. I take it back. It's all obvious. If she took four mon from him, forty thousand yen, and then. After they agreed, okay, this hush money, right? Yeah, basically. Hush money. I yeah. will not go to the police. It's blackmail. Blackmail. Extortion. It's illegal. Uh, and then she reneges on her, the agreement. So yeah. by default, she's to blame. Now, I don't know if he did the upskirt shot or not. That's a we don't know. issue to discuss. We don't know. But the act of asking for more money after you've already agreed, well, that's bad form for a blackmailer, I would think. Yeah, that's bad form indeed. And you think you think she's going to put this on her resume? You know, when she graduates from high school, she's like, well, I'm very good at negotiating. At one time, I had a deal where I negotiated $400, but then I upped the ante to a $1,500. But, you know, my counterpart defaulted. Yeah, I wouldn't hire her. I wouldn't hire her either. I, would, I don't want her to work at Starbucks. Unless you date with me or something. <laughs> you, you <don't> know. <laughs> if you go on a date with this girl, leave your camera at home. Yeah, like, oh yeah you leave God. your cell phone at home. Who wants that? Oh, jeez. You know, then again, well, the guy might have taken the photo. He might have. He might have. We and don't then, know. But, 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 but she, they agreed to form on. Let's assume he did. Mm-hmm. Which is already a thing. That's a separate thing worth discussing and whatever. Yeah. But let's assume... He did, and then they agreed on four. She can't ask for an additional 15 mon. That's the word. Well, she's 16 years old, man. She's like, yo, I just got 400 bucks. She probably blew that really quick on maybe some shoes, some pumps or something like that. Maybe she got her hair done or something. She's like, you know what? I'm going to take this to the next level. I'm going to see how far I can take this. Well, guess what? Helter Skelter didn't go that far. That's right, and you can't hire said woman because you can't trust her. Look at my negotiation skills. No. You negotiated successfully, but then you backed out on your own negotiation. You're not hired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fired. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Given. Hi, hi. What's up? We're in the middle of the news. No, news. Do you want to do the news? What kind of news? Bad news. Current events. (gasps) Current events. In Japan. Tell me. All right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, all right. Wait, was this UK just working for you? Yeah, this is Given. Given, he's, he's, he's nice to meet staff. you tonight. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. This is John. Hey, how doing you doing? A, a show, Got Faded Japan. Oh. Yes, yes, the one and only podcast of Japan. Yes, we do the news. Plus, on top of that, many other things. But uh, let's move forward to the yes. next story. Next story, right here. Um, this one's yours. Oh, should I read here it? Go. Okay. Here we go. Okay, here we go. This is my first. This is my debut as a uh, newscaster. Here we go. What's up, faders? Do you like our show? Of course you fucking do. That's why you're tuned in. But have you ever asked yourself if you could get more out of your got faded experience? Well, now here's your chance because we are proud to announce our very own Patreon page. But don't freak out. Our podcast was and always will be free, but with your generous donations, we hope to improve it. And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page and donate If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing ghost town pomade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost town pomade. 
badass pomade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Pomade. This stuff is a man's pomade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Pomade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. Man cons woman out of 6.35 million yen, I assume. Yep. All right, so man cons woman out of 6 million yen in romance fraud. This is from today at 7.30 a.m. in Saitama. That's this morning. Yes. Saitama Prefectural Police have arrested a 34-year-old man on suspicion of fraud after he conned a woman whom he met via an online dating site into giving him 6.35 million yen. So this is a lot higher stakes than what the 16-year-old was dealing with to begin with. Well, these people are mature. They're definitely adults. Maybe they got lawyers. And by by the way, this is the St. Valentine's Day episode. Bloody. Yes. <laughs> In the British sense. Oh, the bloody St. Valentine's Day. Ma- yeah, that's right. Which, that's at times like this, I wish I had a good British accent or a good accent at all other than my own so I could say bloody in a very British way. I really can't. I've done British accents and I've, I've, here on the show and I've had tons of complaints. Like We've got a lot of people that listen from Australia, New Zealand, and uh, England, the UK and stuff. And um, yeah, my British accent is just horrible. It's, it's like Joe Pesci doing a, a British accent. Oi, my it's like I sound like a pirate, <laughs> dude. It's just horrible. And I don't want to offend anybody. I mean, I'm, I'm already offending enough people yeah. doing this show, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not going to cross the line. Bloody... Bloody, bloody hell. hell. Bloody hell. Yeah, bloody it. hell. All right, I'm going to do it. Bloody hell. Right, that's, that's, that's how I roll. Okay, okay. right. So, so he conned a woman into giving her six, him 6.35 million. According to police, the suspect, Wataru Takeuchi, has a wife and children and lives in Matsudo, Chiba Prefecture. He works at Oriental Land Co., owner and operator of Tokyo Disney Resort. You called oh, it! I didn't- didn't even read ahead. <laughs> just knew. Yeah. I mean, just saw that. All right. Police said that on November 13th last year, Takeuchi started dating a woman who is in her 40s after contacting her on a site for people looking for serious relationships that led to marriage, Fuji TV reported. He told her he worked for an auto sales company. After getting to know the woman, he told her that it was his dream to attend a training school for pilots, but he did not have enough money and that his company was about to go bankrupt. He convinced the woman to give him 6.35 billion yen. After getting the money, Takeuchi cut off... Co- oh, he ghosted her. He cut off contact with the woman, and she reported the matter to police. Good on, it, good on her. Yeah, how about that? Uh, police in Tokorozawa City. Well, I mean... Let's talk about this. I mean, here we go. Um, let's look at the facts. We've got uh, Desperately Seeking Susan. We've got a man with a family, and we've got Mickey Mouse. Who's behind it all? You think it's Mickey Mouse? Do you think Mickey Mouse is extorting this guy, but this guy has to extort a girl to get $63,000? Well, what I do know is it wasn't Walt Disney himself. Yeah, he's frozen. He's, he's, oh, yeah. Is he cryogenically Frozen. Well, at least his head is. I his don't know about. Is? I don't know about his body. His head's somewhere. If his head is cry- cryogenically frozen, I can only hope he's wearing the Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> you think they, he is? I would hope they put him in that capsule with that. 
Oh God! You think he still got that weird little mustache? That uh, was it. That John was it. John Wood mustache. What's it called? I don't know. I when I th- hear mustache, I think of Picasso. Right. Well, yeah. That must. Is it a mustache like his? No, no, no. You're not thinking of Picasso. You're thinking of the guy that had the big mustache that kind of like went up like this. It wasn't Picasso. Oh. It was. Um, Oh shit! He was that surrealist uh, from the 1960s. Oh, I'm so fucked That's up. Not Picasso? No, it's not Picasso. I'm not sure if Picasso had a mustache. Maybe he did at one time. I think he did. You're he... thinking of um. Wait, Pe- Pueblo Picasso? No, it's not Pablo Cabal. Right now, see, we've been drinking that fucking whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Where we're like totally fucked up, right? He's we're the most completely famous faded. surrealist. Yeah. Uh, modern contemporary surrealist, right? Help us out. Who's the guy with the funny mustache? Picasso. <laughs> no, it wasn't Picasso. <laughs> It's not Andy Warhol or anything. No, like no, no. Andy Warhol had no facial hair. Galileo. Galileo. <laughs> no, wasn't that a song by Queen? Galileo. That it was. <laughs> oh, All right, so shit. not Walt Disney. Mickey Mouse. Do you know? Th- I don't know. Kingdom Hearts three just came out. Is there some relation to oh. Kingdom Hearts three in this story? Let's just say Mario. Mario had a you know mustache. This is a video game bar. Yeah, well, he's Italian. I don't. I'm not saying anything about oh. Italians. I want to know. He's a plumber. I just had a beer guy come in here earlier. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Geez. Anyway, I don't know, buddy. I have no Who idea. Who are the other options? It wasn't Mickey, probably. I, I could Google it, but I'm using my phone as a microphone because I'm right. on location right now. And right now there's like, there's probably like 20,000 people right now fucking heating their steering wheel. They're pulling over to the they're pulling over to the side of the road saying, you motherfuckers, you don't know who this yes. is. This is fucking da, da, da. There's people right. at a bar right now fucking like in Ohio, in the United States, fucking heating the counter. Like, you guys are fucking retarded. No, we're not retarded. We are just drunk. <laughs> We've been drinking for two hours. We took a break because the beer guy came in and we yeah. had like three drinks. So we're like five drinks on top of the first couple of drinks that we had during the show. So we are uh, at least a million shit sheets to the wind. Oh, yeah. Sheet shits, shitty shits, whatever. All right, next story. Here we go. Yes. <clears throat> story number three. Man arrested for licking women's hair, woman's hair on train sta- at train station. Have you ever licked a, licked a woman's hair? Um, no, I've never licked a woman's hair. Well, never mind. Yes, I have. Of course I have. Well, we've all been there, but not on okay. a train. Not on a train. This story took place today in Tokyo. Um, <clears throat> actually, this morning. On a warm May day last year, uh, a 29-year-old employee was making her way through the bustling JR Shin-Yokohama Station in Kanagawa Prefecture. However, after riding up the escalator, she began to notice an uncomfortable sensation on the back of her head. Reaching back with her hand to investigate, she felt a warm, transparent fluid stuck to it. Hmm. Of course, it's saliva. Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> of course it's saliva, right? Um, she must have immediately recognized that it was saliva because she was uh, because she wasted no time reporting the strange substance to a nearby police. The authorities concluded a no the, th- the authorities concurred and began searching for the person who it uh, who put it on her. God damn it, I am fucking wasted. So who puts fucking saliva in somebody's hair? That's fucking gross. Well, if you want to lick their hair, I guess you can't help but do that. How do you lick somebody's hair without them noticing? And how do you know that it's saliva? Do you like, right. do you touch the, your back of your hair and you're like, saliva? Or maybe it's like, you, you can smell their toothpaste. You're like, crest? 
<laughs> this person's been using like fruity hoodie. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Um, let's see. Using security camera footage, uh, they managed to track down the 23-year-old Ryoki Kuchi of Fujisawa City, and thanks to the DNA evidence, they began a positive match with his saliva. The case was as good as closed. So basically, they found this guy. Dude, there's cameras fucking all over Tokyo, dude. Mm. Wherever you go. If you're on a train, a crowded train with fucking 50,000 people, all in a little car and stuff, and you got some women's hair in your face, keep your mouth closed. Because if you open your mouth and stuff, she could, like, touch that hair. They, they could get DNA from her hair, DNA from you, and you could go to jail. This guy, for the rest of his life, has got to be, what, is he a sex offender now or something? He's, yeah, he's basically a sex offender. And you know what? I would hate to be his lawyer because he basically is like, Yes, yes, I was licking her hair. If I was his lawyer, I'd be like, no, you were not. You sneezed. Uh. You sneezed. Right? Okay. Because if you see, achoo, that's still saliva going on somebody's sure. hair. Yes. Yes, you're good. You got your, I, I like that. I should be a lawyer. I should be the new God Fitted Japan lawyer. I should fire, I got a really good lawyer, by the way, but well, I should only fire the my lawyer. the smartest people are their own lawyers. No, that is you absolutely not the, true. Charles, wasn't Charles Manson his own lawyer? <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to be in the same boat as Charles Manson. I think ten, Ted Bundy was his own lawyer. Ted Bundy was Ted his own Bundy, lawyer? Ted Bundy, I think. This documentary came on Netflix. I have not watched it. Had I watched it, I would know if he was his own lawyer or not. <laughs> oh, God. You do not want to be in the same Actually, boat. There were, two, there were two documentaries, right? One on Netflix and one took the piss out of the one on Netflix. Matt, you do not want to be in the same boat as a bunch of, like, serial killers. You know... Well, Charles Manson, Ted Bundy, and the guy that was a pogo the clown. Yeah, I could be my own lawyer. Well, that's no. why I've never licked a woman's hair because I know that's a gateway into that whole scene. <laughs> that's it. it that's where it that. starts. <laughs> it could. That's one way in, I assume. Dude, I'm not. I'm not gonna sneeze. If I gotta sneeze, I, I'd rather my brains blow out of my head through my ears. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. You know, especially when you're that. eating. That ramen and... <laughs> oh, God, dude. That's going to go everywhere. Yeah, it will go everywhere. Well, you've been on the trains in Tokyo before, man. Dude, those trains are fucking crowded as shit. Oh, yeah. You can't move at all, dude. No. You can't move at all. And if you got to sneeze, just don't. <laughs> just don't. You go to jail like this guy. All right, next yes. story. Yes, all right. Um, Given, you can start the open start. it. Just don't start the music yet. And you can... You want the games? Yeah, sure. Turn them on. Yeah. All right. right. What are we on? Number four. Number, Number four. four. Former part-time teacher arrested for paying high school girl for sex. It is the Valentine's Day episode, faders. Bloody Valentine's Day. Sunday, bloody Sunday. There you go. February 6th, this story. In Tokyo. Police in Tokyo said Tuesday they have arrested a former part-time teacher at a girls' high school in Tachikawa for committing an indecent act after he allegedly paid a 16-year-old girl to have sex with him at a hotel in 2017. Wow, that's like three years ago. It all caught up with him. Jesus Christ. Wait, you think they finally, like, reviewed the cameras? <laughs> like, no, we haven't reviewed these cameras in a long time. They went back to 2017 like, oh, my God, look at that. That's Professor Saito. Yes, according to police, the suspect, Yutaro... Matsuzaki, 26 years old, paid the girl 30,000 yen to engage in lewd acts with him at a hotel in the Kabukicho Red Light District of Shinjuku in November 2017, Fuji TV reported. Police said Matsuzaki, who met the girl online, see these common 
themes here. They're meeting online. It's mm-hmm. all about online. Yeah, stay away from the internet. It's bad. Right. Never log off, actually. Yeah. Well, I hate Never the, log off. Yes, Hashtag I hate. never log off. <laughs> well, yeah, it, but if you're going to be online. Don't th- be a 16-year-old girl. And if you, you are. Stored. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. if you are, download our podcast. <laughs> yes. If you want to extort older men, then you absolutely need to be online. Yes, and be listening to our podcast, of course. Yes, and supporting us on Patreon. That, as well. All right, I'll back up a little bit. Police said Matsuzaki, who met the girl online, told them he did not know the girl was a minor and believed she was in her 20s. He's got a good lawyer, I guess. Mats, it's you. <laughs> no, 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 I am not this guy's lawyer. I want nothing to do with this guy. Matsuzaki quit his job in January, telling the school it was for family reasons. Because she got pregnant, I bet. <laughs> he was like, when she got pregnant, I guess I got to take care it's of my family. new family and go to jail. <laughs> yeah, conjugal visits. Oh shit! Well, I mean, the, the strangest. Well, this this story is completely fucked up. Let's be honest. But the weirdest thing is, this story took place in 2017. That's like three years ago. So I mean, that's weird. What did they have in custody for three years, and they're finally just prosecuting him, or did he finally admit to it, or did somebody finally watch a camera, or maybe she finally went to the cops or something? There, there's there's all these things that there's these holes in the story that I mean we could explore, but we can't explore because I mean there's just not enough information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I got a lot of research to do on the previous <laughs> stories already, like Picasso and whatnot. There's only so much time in the day. Oh, 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 El Salvador Dali. Salvador Dali. That's, that's it, El Salvador it. Dali. That's it. Get it. That's it. It was You're on the right. tip of my tongue. The thing is, the thing is when, I, when I can't remember something, I just keep on drinking right. until it comes to me. I'm like, right. Picasso. Two drinks that's later, I'm like, uh, yep. Was Picasso also a surrealist? Uh, kind of, yeah? but not really. No? All right, yeah. Salvador Dali. Thing. And he had the distinct twirly mustache, am well, I right? He had the mustache that uh, he, he waxed it where it like, really? shot up to the heavens, you know? It was like it was like six inches long, and it like went past his eyebrows and stuff. He was an interesting failure. Yeah, you know? a very controversial figure. Yeah, well. Although he did also hang out with Andy Warhol. I don't know. Okay. Right, I'm glad you got that, though. I did. Yeah, it came to me after. See, that's the thing, man. Whiskey fucks me up, but beer puts me right. All right. Liquor before beer in the clear. There we go, dude. That's it. Living Fucking proof. turn around. Yeah. Living proof. Okay. <clears throat> now, this story is a very serious story, and this is a very big problem that's happening in Tokyo, and I'm very glad that the police are finally cracking down on this. This is a very serious situation. <clears throat> story number five. Shoe sniffer emits sexual kicks motivated... Theft spree. This guy, uh, he's got so many nicknames. He's like uh, the the snout. He's uh, he's like the the shoe sniffer. He's got all these nicknames, and finally this guy is caught. Oh man, these boots are made for walking, and walking's what they'll do. And one of these days, if you sniff my boots, I'm gonna walk all over you. That's basically it. A man on trial for the theft of a large number of shoes has admitted he committed the crimes because he got his sexual kicks from sniffing people's unused footwear, police said on Tuesday. Hey, Hey, what's up? The missus. Yeah, you can come in. It's okay. Hey, we are almost done. Yeah, have a seat. Relax. It's okay. Have a drink. Play games if you want. Oh, not that drink. No! No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, Zen's and Dajima. It's all right. It's booby trapped. Well, now that you're here, you can hold the camera. Yeah, you can hold the camera. Oh. 
Is it still good? Triangle, yeah. It looks... It's beautiful. You are a genius, and you used to be a genius. <laughs> You're a 50% genius now. Okay, all right, here we go. All right, once again, a man on trial for the theft of a large number of shoes has admitted he committed the crimes because he got his sexual click kicks from sniffing people's used footwear, police said Tuesday. Dude, I mean... I've got my own sexual kicks, but sniffing used footwear is right. not that. I mean, shit, dude. Have you ever seen the movie Porky's? No, but I'm way. I know the the VHS cassette cover. Like, I know what it looks like. I was way too young. It was one of those like Debbie Does Dallas kind of things. No, 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 no. This is like yeah, right not, after Revenge of the Nerds. It's basically. Uh, was it after Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah, it's like yeah. Porky's is like one of those like high school movies that took place in the South or whatever. But there's this one gym high school teacher. This uh, and she loves sniffing shoes, uh. and they would turn her on, and then she'd fuck like high school kids. Uh. That's Porky's for you. That, so that's that kind that, of movie would never fly in this day and age either, would it? Well, actually, a lot of the things that took place in the 1980s would not fly right. here. I mean, I mean, the first thing is the mullet. The mullet? No, that's not oh, coming back. That's I, my profile picture right now. I, I know. I, mean, dude, have you seen say. mine? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I got a mullet too on mine too. Okay. Yeah, dude, I got a mullet. Let's keep that in there. All right, okay. <laughs> we don't have mullets now, moving but okay, on. moving on. If only I could grow a mullet now. <laughs> I can in the back, but not in the front. Okay, uh, Makoto Endo, 40 years old, is suspended from of stealing. No, <sighs> Makoto Endo, 40 years old, is suspected of stealing 108 pairs of shoes worth about 300,000 yen in Saitama and Tochigi Prefecture uh, between 2017 and August of last year, according to police. He is being tried for some of the thefts. And the next page. Quotes. I did it to get sexual pleasure by sniffing the smell of well-worn shoes, regardless of their owners being men or women. End quote. Endo was quoted by telling police. The police arrested Endo in September of last year because they suspected him of involvement in a separate shoe thefts. While searching in his house, Tojigi, Tojigi they found the shoes in many boxes. So I guess they caught him instead of red-handed, red-footed? Yeah. I wonder if he could have gotten away with it, too, if he hadn't uh, kept the <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Like, if he could just sniff them on the sly but not keep them, right? How did they catch him? How do you catch, a, like, a guy that steals shoes to get sexual kicks out of him, you know? Oh, pun intended, I hope. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you got what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I can't relate to that fetish. It's, it's crazy. No, I can't either. You know, I mean, I don't get the I don't get the panty sniffer. I don't get the shoe sniffer. I don't get the the no. toe licker. I don't get any of that shit. I call me old fashioned. I'm more of a TNA kind of guy. Okay. I'm traditional. That's that's what I'm all about. You know. I mean, are any sexual pheromones coming out of the feet? Are they being sweated out of the feet? Maybe, I would think not. Maybe he's but I'm some, not a doctor. You're not a doctor. A maybe, podiatrist. Is that what a foot doctor is? A podiatrist? I have I'm no idea. And it wouldn't make sense for sex pheromones to come out of the, the feet, but then it needed to make sense for it to be true. Maybe it's something that we just don't know about. Maybe this guy's on a second like level, like a new level. He's like, yo, you guys just don't know what's up, dude. I mean, fucking, like, if you smell a shoe, actually, if you smell a shoe, I it smells guess. like cheese. It smells like fucking old natto. That just makes me shit. It's fucking sick, dude. It'd be nice if he was quoted as saying, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he didn't 
Uh, he might have said that, but he's not quoted for it. Well, he didn't. He doesn't care if it's a man or a woman. So yes, when he goes to prison, he could be bisexual anyway. So when he goes to prison, I mean, maybe he can like sell his cigarettes because you know in Japan you get cigarettes and stuff. Even if you don't mm. smoke, if you're in prison, they're like, okay, you've got you got rations, you get cigarettes, you get books, you get all this stuff, whatever. Maybe he's like, I don't smoke, but I will give my cigarettes to you for your shoes or socks. Right. Great. Holy shit. Maybe that's. In fact, why didn't he do the sock thing? Yeah, what's wrong with... Why did he take shoes? People aren't going to miss socks as much. They'll miss them. They'll eventually get caught. But maybe he would have had a longer run. No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. Why people shoes? wash their socks all the time, but people never wash their shoes. Excellent point. That's right. Like, I mean, and how can you get caught? Like, what's he do? Like, oh, I know what he does. You go to, like, an izakaya or some kind of a Japanese restaurant where you got to take off your shoes. He just runs yeah. in there with a ski mask and, like, a duffel bag and starts, like, throwing all those shoes yeah. in there and shit and just runs well, off. Yeah, that's right. He's in the right country. Yeah, well, Absolutely. I, they go nick everyone's shoes. That That's fucking gross as shit. But, uh, yeah, this guy is definitely in the right country. All right, last story. Last story. And this right. here is the most epic story for Godfitty Japan's Bloody Sunday Bloody... Or no, is it Bloody Sunday Bloody... Sunday, bloody Sunday, St. Badge, patch. I'm same done. Badge. I'm done. I'm done. Same badge, different day. Is I, that what you said? No, say, no, I, I did not that. say that. You said that. But if I can, oh, God. It's V-Day. Mm-hmm. It's not just Valentine's Day. It it's is also Valentine's V-Day. Day. I, yeah, I know. No. It's not just Valentine's Day. It's V-Day. I love this Revel Stoke cinnamon whiskey that you have here. We, You got to contact these guys and be like, listen. This is what we need. Well, we yeah, they, they don't return my Facebook messages anymore, though they used to. They used I'm to? I'm on the case. And I'm going to show them this video. If they, if they don't question, show them the end. <laughs> like, if they question Whoa. my sincerity, I'll show them this video. I I want it back. Ugh. Shit. Maybe we can make our own. May, well, it's whiskey really good, and cinnamon. It might not be as good. No, it's not gonna be. This stuff is really good, dude. Holy smokes, this shit fucked me up. All right, last story. Here All we right. go. Oh, okay, great. I get last that. I like story. Saint Valentine's story. Day episode. <clears throat> Policewoman resigns after being reprimanded for moonlighting in sex industry. Wait, are you saying a cop was actually a prostitute? That's what the bold print is telling me here. Yep, that's true. February 2nd in Yamaguchi, of all places. A policewoman in Shimonseki, Yamaguchi Prefecture, has resigned after she was reprimanded for working part-time at a Fuzoku, which is sex industry, establishment. Yamaguchi Prefectural Police said this week that the officer, whose age and name were withheld has worked at a commercial sex business in Fukuoka between September and November last year, earning about 80,000 yen, Sankei Shimbun reported. You know, that's crazy. She could have just said that she was, like, working undercover and her like, nickname was, like, maybe, like, Fuzzy Officer Cuffs or something or Officer Fuzzy Cuffs or some shit. You know, she could have said that was, like, some kind of, like, a dragnet or some shit or a stakeout, you know? Yes. She could have worked with that. maybe she's working undercover like kindergarten cop. Indeed. But only 80,000 yen? Well, she's definitely a cheap hooker. September, October, November. So somewhere between two and three months. And you get busted and your score was only 80,000? Yeah. Either they they caught her very early on or, I mean, if you're going to get busted, it should be for higher stakes, I think. 
police said they learned about the policewoman's extracurricular activities from an anonymous tip in December. She was quoted by police as saying she needed extra money for living expenses. The policewoman was given an official reprimand and pay cut for one month on December 18th. However, she resigned the same day. That's hmm. insane. So she got a pay cut, but the only reason why she's a hooker is because she needed more money just to live for living expenses. Right. So basically, if they cut her pay, that means she's got to do some more hooking. Right. So did she either work more hours or increase her rate? You know, she's asking. <laughs> well, I would highly recommend increasing her aid if she Wait, her rate. Yeah. If she only made like eighty thousand yen, yeah. eighty thousand yen is like what eight hundred dollars right. in like three months. Eight hundred dollars. Holy smokes, dude! She's like the cheapest hooker in like the fucking force. Yeah, she's no Julia Roberts. Yeah, that's definitely for sure. Well, anyway, if I was her lawyer, I'd be like, yo. Say that you're working undercover and you're doing the same thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger did in Kindergarten Cop. I'm Kindergarten Cop. It's not a tumor. It's a a STD. (laughs) 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 It's an STD. It's not a tumor. It's it's herpes. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, Oh, God. That's all the news we have on this bloody St. Valentine's Day episode. Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this episode. Thank you very much. I hope each and every one of you have an amazing St. Valentine's Day tonight. Uh, take your lady friend out or your guy friend or whoever you got and stuff. Go out and if you are living in Japan, you better get your ass down here to Space Station. Space Station right here is one of my top five favorite bars in Japan. Top five. I go to a lot of fucking bars in Japan. I go to a lot of bars in every city and Space Station is one of my top five bars. So if you're coming to Japan, if you're living in Japan, if you're anywhere near Japan, if you're in Ohio in America, you better come down to Space Station in Japan because this place here is absolutely fantastic. Right. Thank you very much, John, for coming. Uh, As always, you're welcome here. And in case anyone was curious about the game that has been going on in the background as we've been talking, that is a game called Iconoclasts. I recommend it highly. It's one of the favorites of Space Station, one of the recommendations. It's amazing. It's amazing. And also, Faders, if you can, do anything you can to get Revel Stoke uh, cinnamon-flavored whiskey here at Space Station. If you yes. got a bottle, ship it here. Say say it's some kind of like a, a special liquid. I don't know what you got to do for customs. Do whatever you can to get this bottle here because this stuff is absolutely fantastic. I was kind of sober when we first did the show. I had a couple of drinks, but right now I am fucking 20 sheets to the wind and I am fucking way faded. And I fucking love it, man. And you know what? I can't wait. I can't wait for another shot of this. Let's do another shot. Let's. Dude, faders, thank you very much for tuning in on this very beautiful, fantastic, February 14th, St. Patrick's Day episode. I hope all of you are finding love in a bottle. And if you're not finding love in a bottle, you're finding love with, well, whatever you got. Whatever you can do, it's all good. You're finding love with us. Fade on and see you next time. Peace. Ciao. My own brother, a goddamn shit something bad for her. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! Excuse me. We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man. 
I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.